Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. It's the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shad. I write for the Viking Age as well as Bring Me the News and the Brookings Register and Zone Coverage as well. My co-host is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age podcast. We do this every Monday and Thursday night right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. And we are on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you consume us, don't forget to rate, comment, like, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode and we spread the word to the masses. Now, I think we're live because I had a Garrett Bradbury false start before the show. Um, so if you're joining us live, uh, Ed Ingram now, yes, I, I should just change my name to Ed Ingram at this point. But, um, (laughs) if you're watching this after the fact, because I can't handle the, uh, opportunity, I can't handle as Roman Reigns would call it. I can't handle the burden of putting on this show each and every week live with Adam Patrick, especially when we have a Vikings victory to talk about because the Vikings defeated the Panthers 21 to 13 on Sunday. Uh, the chiefs, they barely squeaked by the jets on Sunday night football. And now they come to us bank stadium, but you know what? They're in trouble. You know why? Cause the Vikings are back. We are fucking back, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Would you say, would you say the chiefs, I guess if the chiefs lose to the Vikings on Sunday, you could say they knew, they were trouble. They knew. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm not even going to go into Taylor Swift. <laughs> not this early in the show. Okay. Like we were talking about it a little bit beforehand. It's like, he's like Patrick Mahomes is like, no, we let, let's look at what we just watched before we get into that. And we'll get into the chiefs a little bit later, but seriously, do you think the Vikings are back after that win or what are, what are we feeling after beating Carolina last night? I don't, I don't know what, really honestly what the field because the Panthers are terrible like they're they were bad um and actually you know what they probably would have been better off yesterday and they might have had a better chance at winning if Andy Dalton started instead of Bryce Young Andy Dalton who's had a little bit of success against the Vikings in the past um and a little more savvy uh probably would have done a better job against that pass rush um but who knows the Vikings still could have won but the Vikings got to take advantage of Bryce Young and they uh they didn't blitz him as much as they blitzed Justin Herbert, which is kind of odd, um, but their plan worked and they were able to, I think they generated 15 pressures and they got five sacks and they've got the, the sack fumble return for a touchdown, which was like a huge turning point of the game. It took us just like totally flip momentum right after that. Um, but yeah, I'm not so sure about the Vikings yet. I am. Um, if they beat the Chiefs. OK, then we can we can talk about them, you know, going on a little run and and making the playoffs. Also, I think if they beat the Chiefs, <laughs> then they're going to do a class. They're going to pull a classic Vikings and lose to the Bears the following week, um, which would be terrible. But I don't know. The Bears are like they're, they're really bad. They're what's really bad. worse than a dumpster fire? Like 
they're a dumpster fire on the inside and the outside. They they are like is their coach are they gonna have the same coach when they play the Vikings? They are a steaming pile of flaming crap. <sighs> yeah. It's it's bad. What, what were they up? 27-3 yesterday and they <clears throat> lost? Yeah. Well, yes, there was the game. And then there was whatever is going on with Chase Claypool. Because if you didn't see the Chicago Bears press conference, uh, he came out and he's like, yeah, uh, we sent him home because of the team. And everybody's like, but why? Well, because of the team. <laughs> well, what did you say? Uh, the team. The team. The team. Like, if you want to drink every time Matt Eberflus, uh, who sounds like a Sprockets character. Uh, if you want to drink every time he says because of the the good of the team, whatever. Um, yeah, that that was it, it's very entertaining. Go check it out. That's all. I'm going <laughs> so to what say. you're saying is Kevin O'Connell is much better at um, coming up with lies and excuses <laughs> than Matt Eberflus is. He, he Kevin O'Connell's just good at like just throwing words. So like oh, yeah. he'll have like 300 words, but it doesn't really mean anything. Just like, yeah, you know, there are things uh, on a Sunday sometimes and, you know, your quarterback stares down a receiver and then he goes 96 yards and then that's called a touchdown. And, you know, I think it's like the John Madden thing where he just like dumbs just, it down to the, like mm-hmm. Taylor Swift fans who don't watch football all the time where he's just like, that's a touchdown when the ball crosses the plane over there. And, you know, we, yeah. we've really told Kirk, hey, don't throw the ball to the other team. Uh, especially uh, when you're in the red zone at the two yard line. And we preach that the entire week, you know, I look at this game and like, I just look and I go, what has changed? And I don't think I can list too many things that changed. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Kirk cousins is still uneven at quarterback. Uh, Justin Jefferson's still amazing. We can talk about that, but again, you beat a bad team. You beat a bad team and you're still not able to beat the good ones. And, you know, I, I expected them to win this game, even when they were down 10 to nothing, because Carolina is a bad team. They have a lot of problems going on right now, but the Vikings were never going 0 and 17 and getting Caleb Williams. Like we could get excited. We can make photoshops. We can do all those cool things. They're just not going that that's not going to happen. It's not reality. They might not even get Drake may Um, the Vikings problem is this is still a very flawed team. This is still a team that does a lot of dumb stuff. This is still a team that has its issues. And it's a team that doesn't have, you know, I would liken it to a player in Mortal Kombat who sees finish him and they don't know the fatality. Like they're just like sitting there and they, yeah, they like punch him down instead. Like (laughs) Kirk Cousins, he doesn't do the spine rip. Like he just, you know, finish him. Yeah. He, uh, he doesn't know when to like just keep the foot on the gas and, and just, just put him away. Um, I would say yesterday there were a couple of differences in in what we've seen so far from the Vikings this season. There was Marcus Davenport who mm-hmm. played more than four snaps, and you know, apologies to him because I think a lot of people, including myself, maybe even you, were a little uh, probably not nice about him not playing. Um, all I said is I thought he was holding it. Right. That, that's yeah. all I said. I and I don't know. It was that's his unhinged take. Yeah, and his his press conferences are kind of quirky and i i'm just assuming now that that's just the way he is and not that doesn't really have anything to do with his injury it's just how he responds to questions um because yesterday after after the game he talked about how like the first month was pretty tough because he actually like kind of he's sitting out so he notices like people writing about him and and talking about him and he was thankful for his teammates to kind of tell him to keep his head up and then he got in the game yesterday and he made a big difference um and the vikings didn't have to blitz as much because he was able to generate pressure without without them having to do that. And uh, I think he had three pressures in one sack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cam Akers on the other side of the ball. What do you have? Five carries for 40 yards. 
um, which is more than like almost more than Alexander Madison had in his first two games combined. Um, I think within, I'll say, I think by Thanksgiving, that seems too far away even, but by Thanksgiving, Cam Akers will be the number one back on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, cause Alexander Madison, every time, like there's a noticeable difference like yesterday, just Cam Akers got the ball five times and, and Madison carried the ball the rest of the time. But there was a noticeable difference between like Akers being able to kind of just see holes and avoid contact where Madison just seems like a battering ram where he just gets the ball runs into guys he's all over the place he he doesn't avoid contact he seeks it out and um that's kind of what, what seems to hold him back um from becoming a, a better back but uh those are those are the two noticeable things i noticed that were different yesterday and and the uh the use of harrison smith it seemed like that was like the way harrison smith was used in the mike zimmer defense like the the 2016 17 18 season when harrison smith was just you know, a heat-seeking missile all over the place, just pretty much doing whatever he could, whatever he wanted out on the field, and it was that was that was vintage Harrison Smith yesterday, and it was uh, a very pleasant surprise. Well, good job running down the entire show in the open. Um, <laughs> let's see, let, let let's let's talk a little bit about each thing a little bit and just dive in because I I know you just basically gave all of your takes, but um. Oh, I said what what went right for the Vikings, and let's just start there. They won, so yeah. let's let's be positive. Let's talk about what went right. And I think the first thing that I said was Harrison Smith, because on Saturday night he was fined twenty one thousand dollars for impermissible use of his helmet, and it's always a different like amount <laughs> each time. Yeah. Like I don't know if they have like a wheel of fortune wheel where like Roger get they should just televise. They televise everything else they in the NFL. A, they have a hat and they pick out words and then they just combine them and then this is your fine. Roger Goodell is just like wheel of punishment. Like all of a sudden they're like showing up on TV. Like this hit by Harrison Smith. Yeah, but he didn't get flagged. Well, let's hope it's the no fine. Like just spinning around. Um, Sunday he took it out on the Panthers because he was used properly. Brian Flores only blitzed on 35% of defensive plays on Sunday. That's funny uh, you say only 35%. Yeah, and, well, and it's still a lot <laughs> compared to Ed Donatel, but it right. seems like a reasonable amount because the week before it was 80. So yeah. they dropped by 50% from the week before. <laughs> um, Harrison Smith, I know he didn't get a good PFF grade. A lot of Vikings fans are upset about that because we worry about like postseason awards and PFF grades and where Kirk Cousins ranks in history. But what did you think about Harrison Smith's performance against the Panthers? I just like, like I said, I think he was vintage Harrison Smith. He was able to just kind of play more freely. I think they used a lot of, not a lot. Well, I guess a lot, but they used like three or four safeties on the field at a time. So he didn't, he wasn't feeling the need to like have to drop back in the coverage probably as much. He could stay up by the line, try and stop the run, um, you know, go after the quarterback um, and just make plays like he has his entire career. Um, And this is what game five. So maybe, you know, maybe Brian Flores sees this, this game. um, And he's like, you know what? We need to do more of this because this is what Harrison Smith's good at, and it makes our defense better if he's able to do this stuff. Um, so I'll be curious to see if if they if he does something similar um, against Patrick Mahomes on Sunday when they play the Chiefs. Um, but who knows what they're going to do against the Chiefs? Because it's just it's just a difficult animal to figure out, or is it? Because the Chiefs this year they don't seem like a powerhouse like they they have been in the past. Like the, it's Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes and Chris Jones. That's 
that's pretty much. And don't forget Taylor Swift, but go on. <laughs> and Isaiah Pacheco. Um, so, you know, the, I think the Chiefs are favored by six or seven right now. Um, that seems it seems a little high for for the way that both teams are, are playing right now. Um, Vikings will be at home and everything. Well, I, I feel like I'm just convincing myself right now. I, I was about to say, are you are you just trying to get out of here early today or what? Like all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, and uh, we're going to talk about this and that. And I really uh, want to go. Uh, I got, I really I got to watch, pizza on the way or like, I really want to watch Raw tonight because I think Nia Jax is on. No, um, uh, <laughs> no, it's just things that are popping in my head. Just because you just you're everything's all tied together. Uh, but Harrison Smith. Yeah, he just played out of his mind yesterday. Um, and I hope that Brian Flores continues to use him in the same way that, that he did yesterday because it, 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 it's, it benefits the entire defense if he's allowed to do stuff like that. Yeah, Kevin O'Connell during his postgame press conference mentioned, you know, it was like one of those athletic like introductions. Like that's what Matthew Collar calls him. It's like deep in thought, Kevin O'Connell sat down with Brian Flores and mm. he said, how can we unlock Harrison mm-hmm. Smith? Like that's basically what they did. And Harrison Smith blitzed on 20% of his snaps against the pass on Sunday. Uh, he blitzed on just 12 of 593 snaps, 2% uh, against the pass last season. Oh now. God. Yeah. I, I mean, the whole Ed Donatello thing, like, I don't really know what happened. Like maybe he got here and he's like, everybody is slow. We need to, uh, we can't blitz because nobody's going to get home. So we're just going to play coverage all the time. That could have been an outcome, but I think using Smith as kind of an in the box safety a little bit more. I mean, he's not going to get three sacks every game. Like that's just not not going to happen. (laughs) No, Um, that's, that's why I look at this and like, maybe that's unsustainable, but I do think the addition of Marcus Davenport Mm -hmm. helped the Vikings out a lot because I mean, yeah, the the hold-in thing was a bit unhinged. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, the Vikings have this, like, us-against-the-world type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed Ingram went online yesterday. And oh, yeah. First, we, we need to stop, like, just lighting up people on social media. But it also happens. Like, people yeah. are like, you should go to the XFL. Like, you can't do what I do. And I was I like... Would- I would well, like to think we, that we're it's taking kids. a step up from the whole yeah. Madison thing. So yeah, that's you know. true. That's true. I would like to think that it's just teenage kids doing that and not adults. Right. But I know that I know there's some adults that are idiots as well. But I would say the majority is probably just dumb kids just being like, you suck. Yeah. You ruined my, you ruined I, my I mean, fantasy team. In, in a perfect world, like we wouldn't have this at all. It, it just happens. And you know what? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying, like, are we just going to do that every time now? Like anytime somebody mentions somebody like. Kirk Cousins goes on Twitter and somebody be like, "Yeah, you suck, Kirk." Well, that's that's Kirk might obsess about that and like keep him awake at night. It's like it sucks, but that's like math test or that's the world we live in. Um, I learned when during my writing career a long time ago not to read the comments or at least not to read them immediately. Go go a couple days later and be like, "That's funny." and check them out or else you're just going to get in your own head and, and get mad. Even from, even, even from praise, like just, it's going to get in your own head and think you're something you're not. But like, it just makes me think of like the Davenport situation, how he probably was just bombarded with messages online. Um, and you know, writers writing condescending headlines about his, uh, availability. Not that I would ever do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm happy for, Davenport because he came out and he proved a lot of people wrong yesterday with his with his performance. Now he needs to stay healthy because yes. if he's just because this happened with the Saints a lot, this happened during his career, he'd have you know 
a good performance and then maybe a few weeks later be back on you know the the injured list and be out um so let's let's hope this isn't just another example of that and he's able to stay healthy for the majority of the season and uh if he is i I think this vikings defense is just completely different than what we saw the first three weeks three pressures in a sack uh, he doubled last year's total in sacks, so he's off to a great start for the season yeah. on just 31 pass snaps. Um, so that's pretty good. Vikings limited a little bit as he returned from his ankle injury, but Kevin O'Connell liked what he saw, so he kind of let him play a little bit more mm-hmm. than originally planned, and everything looks good. Um, I look at this, and, and you kind of mentioned it yourself. Is this sustainable? Because we, we looked at... I mean, the whole ankle thing, that's a big concern moving forward. But I mean, I also look at the Vikings opponent because the Vikings did not allow an offensive touchdown on Sunday. Right. Honestly, they played pretty well. You know what the again, last time they did? Or last time they did that? What's that? Where they didn't allow an offensive touchdown? 2017? 2018? They did do it in those years, but uh, 2020. Um, I think it was really, the, I think it was the bears. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> they were like ungodly. It was the Vikings bears Monday night game. I think Adam Thielen had like a one handed catch. Um, and they didn't. Right. And Cordero, Cordero, Cordero Patterson had the only touchdown for the Was bears. that the, uh, you like how that tastes game? Might be. Where like been. Zimmer tried to do the, yeah. you like that. And he's <laughs> like, you like how that tastes. And he's but, like, no, no, that we was, don't. That was a Monday night game with what? Steve Levy and Lewis Riddick and Brian Greasy on the call. And, and no one was in the stands because it was COVID. So yeah, 2020 <laughs> was the last. That's So yesterday was the first time in the Kevin O'Connell era that their defense didn't allow an offensive touchdown. And I looked it up before. I think Mike Zimmer during his eight seasons, they did it nine times. Um, so he's got a got a ways to go to catch up to that. And it's not surprising because Ed Donatel's defense was terrible last year. And look at who they're working with. Right. Like uh I don't know, like a slow motion Eric Kendricks. No offense to Eric Kendricks, one of the greatest Vikings of all time. I'm just saying not a lot of speed last year. No. Um, I mean, just look at the Panthers though. Bryce Young shouldn't yeah. be playing right now. No. He shouldn't. He should be on the bench kind of soaking in reps like Zach Wilson style or what uh, Zach Wilson's probably a bad comparison. Although <laughs> he looked great last night, but Patrick Mahomes. Um yeah. Jordan yeah, Love. Just Alex Smith. Another great one, you know. Uh Alex Smith, good. I mean, yeah. But I mean, why do you sign Andy Dalton if like that's an expensive backup? Like why do the, you he's the reason uh he Steal- Adam Thielen went to Minnesota? <laughs> I saw this. And and uh Adam Thielen, seven catches, seventy six yards, and eight targets, by the way. Opportunities, one, right? And one he's, freak out at the end of the game. He he was excited. He was you know, excited to see everybody and say hello. He bought a coffee for the equipment guy. He's, I he's saw that. Like an hour before yeah. the game talking to Yeah, everybody. just like talking doing? to everybody like <laughs> I, I like, honestly, yeah, it's probably exciting for him to see a lot of the guys that he knew over his 10 years here. But I mean, is he miserable? Dude. Is, he miser- <laughs> is he miserable in Carolina? You think? I don't know, man. He will, he will never admit it. He was miserable here last year he and he was like second on the team in targets. He's like, he would, I'm not what, the top weapon. Would he be, would, what, what would he be? Would he be number three this year? Uh, probably number two because Jordan Addison uh, nearly Can't got watch. Justin yeah. Jefferson killed yeah. on a screen. <laughs> which can we stop calling screens for? Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> like it's just like and then like the Panthers ran one. I'm like, oh, that's what it looks like. But like we just keep going. God, it's not working, guys. Let's let's try and it. And then again. it will. And then if it does work, it's an eligible man downfield because someone's too far downfield. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Yeah, Thielen. Um, yeah, remember he said he went to the Panthers because of Andy Dalton, and he felt like they had a chance to compete for a Super Bowl. <laughs> and now well, four. and he also, during a press conference on Wednesday, they asked him, they're like, oh, so why'd you come to Carolina? And he's like, well, they released they me. Released I didn't me. have a choice. Um, and I don't know if the Vikings like offered him a pay cut. Maybe they didn't. I'm sure they did. But yeah, I, I mean, the you, you're telling me the Wolves didn't want to keep him around? Right. And they're like, Hey, we're probably going to really, well, you want to at least try to keep him around? Sure. It's probably not going to work, but okay. He mentioned that the Cowboys were interested in him this offseason. Why did you not go there? (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. Panthers gave you more money. Yeah. Yeah. More money. And again, by all accounts, he seems like a good dude. Yeah. I mean, NFL is short. If that's what's important Mm -hmm. to you, go get your money. Also, decent weather in Carolina. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. And their stadium looks awesome too. But if you're gonna suck, like suck in Carolina, not not in Den, not in Denver, not in Chicago. You know, like just kind of getting back on Carolina though. I think Frank Wright is a bad coach. I, I think he's a. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think he's very good. Like he's in the like Indianapolis. Look at that whole run in Indian. Like I'm gonna get the best out of Philip Rivers, who's like 40. I'm gonna get the best out of Carson Wentz. I'm gonna get you know. And now it's like Bryce Young and the guy can't seem to do anything and maybe it's because he's a young quarterback but the other thing that kind of concerns me from yesterday carolina had the ball for 38 minutes yeah. y- you know what that tells me vikings couldn't get off the field and when they did get off the field fumble and six by dj Wanham. Yep. um dj Wanham also had a chance for a pick six i yep. think or at least a pick long and return, go a really yeah. long way because yep. that was right in his bread brass and he missed that's why you're playing defensive end, but yeah. um I don't know. I, I don't think the defense is fixed. I feel a lot better about the running game after yesterday yeah. because, like you mentioned, Cam Akers looked pretty good. They yeah. got him out in space. He looks more explosive than Madison. Madison had 1795. Akers went 5 of 40. After the game, Kevin O'Connell said he wanted to use both players moving forward and sprinkle in Ty Chandler. Maybe it's like running back bay or something. What? Two plays? Isn't that the name? Salt Bay, the guy with the yeah, super. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Kevin O'Connell on the sideline, like getting Ty Chandler on there. But Ty well, Chandler yeah. didn't get a carry on Sunday. Well, the, um, the Vikings offense so. didn't really do their defense any favors either. They only ran like, what, 45 plays? Yeah. Um, so it's not like they were having these super long drives either. You know, credit to the Panthers defense for, you know, trying to at least keep their team in the game. But the offense just couldn't do anything. Um yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what their plan is. If this is just like a year for Bryce Young to kind of try and just figure things out, um, and then next year is where you try and win games because like they're not, they're not trying to get the number one pick because they don't need a quarterback. Um, maybe they do. Um, but did you see Frank Reich yesterday after the game admitted he called a play for Adam Thielen? when Thielen wasn't in the game. And that's one of the times they had to take a timeout. Hey, you know what? The Vikings had 10 players on the field on they, a fourth and one, too. Did. So I guess it happens, right? But but you're the head coach, and if you want to call the plays, you should probably know who's on the field. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was not good. Uh, yeah, I thought I, before he was with Carolina, I, th- I always thought, like, Frank Reich struggling with the Colts was more due to ownership, like Jim Mersey kind of. Oh, like. I think I think it was a, it was a cocktail. <laughs> Um, cause he was able to kind of just squeeze whatever juice was left out of Philip Rivers. He was, I see what um, you did there. What cocktail, a little juice, <laughs> a whiskey burps. 
Go yeah. on. Um, did he? He never got a chance to work with Andrew Luck, right? Because he re- Andrew Luck retired like the year that Reich arrived. I f- I feel like that that preseason is when he was look. like, um, I'm good because I think I want to say what's his name, Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback in his first year. Um, I'm lucky in here. And then it was Rivers, and then it was Wentz, and then what was last year? Did he get fired? When, how long was he there? Or did he have a year or two with, um, with Frank Reich? I think he, well, I think, no, he got fired because remember they hired Jeff Saturday and he wasn't oh, scared, yeah. bro. But um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you for, do- thank you for Andrew doing Luck that. Played, Andrew Luck played one year with Frank Reich. Frank Reich took the job in 2018. Andrew Luck was there. He threw 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. <sighs> How many times did he 4,500 yards. Uh, let me look. Sack. 18. That's it? 18 wow. times in 12 games. Huh. So that's you, not have, bad. Have you listened to the, the Andrew Luck podcast? I think it's on The Athletic. I have. Yeah, yes. where he talked about like his spleen was like lacerated and everything. And like his, his like kidneys were. I want to hear Andrew were... Luck actually talk about his spleen. Oh my spleen! <laughs> really, it wasn't good. He's like a he's like quarterback Yoda. There's a well. There's um. I, I well, the to the, war is over. <laughs> it is. I oh. no. That's funny. I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast, and they do. Uh, they'll make fun of like his. They call him Andrew the Giant Luck because he sounds like Andrew the Giant, and he's doing like <laughs> fake wrestling promos, like live from uh, the the War Memorial in Rochester, New York. It's uh, it's Andrew the Giant Luck. Uh, what do we have, what do we have to say for this? And he's like, Arr. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Frank Reich's not good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, who's the guy in there? Josh McCown. If he's, uh, if he kind of sneaks in there either next year or the year after as their, their next head coach. Cause I think that's probably who they wanted. And everyone's just like, well, let's just, let's, let's put him on the coaching staff for now and see. Cause didn't the Texans like want to hire him? And then everyone the Texans like, wanted to do it like five times, but like <laughs> nobody else hired a minority but coach. They, yeah, they're yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. And they, and they had the whole Deshaun Watson thing going on. So they were like, um, all right, let's, and, and I think the Brian Flores thing was going on at that time too mm-hmm. with the Dolphins. So they were just like, uh, let's just hire guys, um, that we're going to fire in a year. So who's the so, guy before? Oh, Ed. No, not Ed Cooley. He's the Providence. He was from the Ravens. I can't even remember his name. Oh, he was, he was like, he was like 70 years old. Um, yeah, that was, poor guy. Um, I mean, he got paid. So Houston Texans. Like, he, he knew what he was, was in there for. Uh, I'm pretty sure because he was in and out of there pretty quick. I'm pretty sure they're like, you're going to be here. We're going to suck and you're going to get paid a lot. So enjoy your post career. Just reaping and enjoying the millions. His Um, name was David Cully. Yep. 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 He was with the Ravens for a long time. Um, But yeah, just the Panthers are not good. That's why I'm so that's why I'm a little hesitant um, today to be like, "Ooh, the Vikings are back because they beat the a team they should have. And you look at the Vikings first three games on their schedule. Now those opponents, they're pretty good right now. Bucks are three and one Chargers are two and two. Now they beat the destroy the Raiders. Um, and the Eagles of course are, are undefeated. So, uh, they played some pretty tough teams and they only lost by what one possession, um, for each of those. So the Vikings are talented. They just got to stop for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
the self-inflicted wounds. It's just every week they like it's they're they're driving and driving and then Kirk throws a pick six or driving and driving. Madison fumbles. It's just like or Kirk throws an interception on the goal line. Like haven't they had like four turnovers in the goal line this year? Like that's that's like a season long stat, if that. So um yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna talk about the running game, but um we can talk about Kirk. Um, <laughs> Why? Uh, well, nothing was his fault, so he got a Kirk win. Um, if you talked to him, you would have thought the Vikings would have lost by forty. He's right. like, he's like Jerry Burns without swear words, or it's like you he know, says, he says, "Dang it, frick!" <laughs> as long as I'm the freaking quarterback. Gosh gonna, darn it! Like, so the pick six in the first quarter. That's how I knew we were in trouble offensively, especially in the passing game. Running game was fine. I liked yep. what they did in the running game with Cam yep. Akers, Alexander Madison. That's the plan they wanted all along. Mm-hmm. Problem was Dwayne McBride turned out to be a bust. He was not Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins on the first drive drives him right down the field as he is apt to do. Uh, opening drive, everything scripted, goes perfectly to plan. He throws a touchdown to Justin Jefferson on a very long developing yep. play and Josh Oliver gets called for holding very next play. He stares a hole through KJ Osborne and throws it right in the chest of a Carolina Panthers. Super what, what was the name of him? Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh it, sorry. Sorry. I thought you said the name. I just said he threw it super late. Cause... Yes. Yes. It was just, okay. <laughs> You're right. Okay. You ready? Okay. Here it comes. Like, and then it was just intercepted. And then he tries to make the tackle, which good on him. But I mean, he got vaporized, like just destroyed. Like there are some Vikings fans who probably cheered for that shit. And, and like, you know, at that point, you know, you could see the flashbacks beginning, like that failed math test in high school that Alec Lewis talked about the interception against Notre Dame. Uh, maybe there was this like talent show when he was a kid, when he was singing pretty woman and like stuff from Oklahoma and, you know, maybe the that was and, going through his the head. The and one versus the Bills. Thing. Yeah, just like, oh, golly gee, frick. Um, and then, like, he got to the podium after the game. Like I said, it, it was like he lost. So, I mean, there's a human element here because I know what it's like when you make a mistake and you're really hard on yourself. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, at the register, I don't think they have internet in Dubrook, so I can say this. There's this guy that emails us all the time. And he's like, he calls himself the bearer of bad news, which, okay, Wade Barrett, but more, more importantly, (laughs) I had written the wrong location for a game. So he went on this big old spiel about how, you know, people don't know where the game is. They won't be there. And it's like, well, you're a town of like 300 people. So if that, um, you could probably figure out there's a game going on, but you know what I mean? I mean, even I feel bad about it because there are people who care. So I don't know. Why do you think Kirk Cousins goes south every time something goes wrong? Because most quarterbacks, let's look at Patrick Mahomes, just kind of goes, ah, God, that place sucked. All right, let's throw some touchdowns. Like, Kirk doesn't do that. And, um, yeah, that, that's one of his big flaws. Oh, yeah, they say when you play cornerback or quarterback, you're supposed to have uh, a short memory because – Next play up. Yeah, if you just dwell on things, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make it even worse, which is – Pretty much, I believe, probably what has held Kirk Cousins back his entire career because he just he dwells on things for so long, like weeks, months, years. Um, and it's just it holds him back from probably just reaching the potential that he actually has with the, the amount of, you know, arm talent and stuff that he has. Um, I kind of was impressed though with the way Cousins came back in the second half because he could have just, you know, sulked and just been checked down 
uh, Charlie for the rest of the game, but but he didn't. He still threw downfield to, to Jefferson. He still you know threw some passes that um, made you be like, okay, he, he's he's still firing out there. Um, but yeah, that pick six, you cannot like. And the funny thing is, T.J. Hawkinson was like that was a much better target um, choice for Kirk Cousins on that play. Um, but he wasn't covered by two people, so he probably didn't want to throw it throw it to him. Um, but he threw from the far hash to the far corner, super late. Um, it was just a terrible, terrible decision, and, and he knows it. Kevin O'Connell knows it. Pretty much everyone who's going to watch that film uh, at the facility, not on Tuesday, um, will uh, see that uh, it was... <laughs> Took me a second to realize where you were going with that. I'm just trying to. I, just, I like piggy- the fact he takes I'm, Tuesday I'm, top. No, like if it I'm helps just trying to clear to, his head. I but. said. I said that because Mike Florio, I feel like, has been just like trying to pound this this point in the table about how like Kirk Cousins isn't good because he doesn't go um, on Tuesdays on everyone's off day. He doesn't go into the facility. It's like, dude, he has an iPad. He can just do it at home anyways. If you if you you know really wants to, it's not like he he doesn't like he wants to have a life too. It's okay. Oh. The guy, I mean, the guy clearly gives a shit. Like, like you know, that if you're making that argument, it's because you feel, oh, yeah, he, he values his personal life. Oh, gosh, <laughs> like, that's horrible. Like, maybe, maybe you I don't should care. Take, like, maybe Florio should take a page out of, you know, Cousins face, Cousins book, because, you know, Florio's working every day. He's all over the place all night and day. So maybe he should take that a page dude's out of that. on edge. Like, he uh, just he's, seems... a, he's, he's a Vikings fan. It's just, you know, that's that's how yeah. you have to be. But he's describing him like he's Johnny Manziel, like he never watches tape pretty much. Like that's the way that he's making it seem where it's like it's one day, dude, and and, and everyone else is off. Like it's okay. I want to see Kirko go Johnny Manziel, actually. That'd be absolutely hilarious. Like the um I always say the old skit with Wayne Brady and Chappelle show. <laughs> where like he hangs out with Wayne Brady and he like he's just yeah. Kirk go, Kirk go means, Google it, kids. Kirk means about like what, twenty 20 summer shandies to, to feel like that. <laughs> can, uh, get, get that way. In a wine cooler. Yeah. Oh, Kirk's yeah. feeling good. Uh, they still have wine coolers. Is oh, that yeah. Well, uh, is white. I feel like white claw has got to be like the new, it's the cool wine cooler now. I feel like, cause it's, it's not, a, it's not sugary. It's, but it's, you know, everyone still drinks it. Um, I don't mind a wine, white claw or I don't mind a white claw every now no, and then. No, They're not bad. Mm-mm. Especially um, beer twelve, you're like, uh, but I need some water. I'm gonna have a white claw. <laughs> I'm gonna hydrate with a white claw. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, I. I uh, what, what 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 were we talking about? Uh, this is a this is a show that has just been off just, the rails. Like this isn't even on. We didn't even start on the rails. We just kind of went woo. Like Kirk you're Cousins. driving. You jumped in the car. You how, just how can I bring some donuts? Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um. And you know he's gonna. I was thinking about this today because I was thinking about the Bills game last year where they got this great win over the Bills and they weren't supposed to win, but it was against the AFC AFC team. So it really had no impact on their season whatsoever because who cares if you beat an AFC team? And I'm like, that's going to happen on Sunday. Like they're going to beat the Chiefs. Everyone's going to be pumped because they beat the Chiefs. And I'm going to be like, okay, it has no impact on like their standing in the NFC though. Like that's like the last tiebreaker that you go to is like AFC opponents or common opponents or whatever. Um, so that's why I keep I, I texted you over the weekend like, oh, everyone's going to try and convince themselves that they can the Vikings can beat the Chiefs. And I'm like sitting here all day today like they're going to do it, aren't they? They're going to they're gonna beat the Chiefs and then they're going to lose to the Bears and then they're going to probably just get pounded by the Niners because the Niners are ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't know. I it, it gets me back to the last 
you know, the beginning topic of the show where it's just kind of like this team's just in a holding pattern right now. And I mean, obviously I want them to beat the chiefs. Like that would be awesome. That would be fun. Everybody would be fired up for it. We'd be, you know, two and three going to Chicago, got a chance to get back to 500. I think a lot of people would, I don't think people have jumped off the man wagon yet, but I feel like there's a lot of people who just don't feel right about this team. Like you and I, and I mean, just getting back there, you reset there and, I don't know. They get those nine wins. I guess that that think, would be. Do you the, think you think Cousins stays with the Vikings this season, no matter what? Yeah, like if they're, they're if not, not going to trade him. They're not like going to let him trade him. If they're one in what, they would have to be one in one six before the. They would game? have to lose one their seven. next three games, which is what. So yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs Bears, and Bears. It's possible. Niners. It is possible. I could see the Bears beating him. Like yeah, I know we just crapped on the bears but it's at soldier field worst weird things have happened it's nfl weird and justin happen. fields looked really good against the vikings in his lone start last year yeah like but and it's the vikings like yeah <laughs> we've we've gone through this many times every year look at like even look at last night the jets and chiefs no one expected the jets to lose by three points so i spent fifty dollars on a wrestling pay-per-view <laughs> No, it's like, no, Zach Wilson played out of his mind. No one expected that to happen. Um, so yeah, you you just never know, and it's just it's setting up perfectly for that scenario for the Vikings to beat the Chiefs and lose to the Bears. Um, yeah, I I would love to see the Vikings kind of shop Kirk Cousins, but his no trade clause kind of just negates all that because I just don't think he wants to move his family in the middle of a season. It's different in the off season where you can plan and he can pick where he wants to go. Um, I mean, he'd probably he could basically pick where he wants to go now because he can say yes or no. Um, no. It's also tough for a quarterback, I feel like, to go into a new team middle of the season and just kind of pick up an offense. Um, you think of like what Jimmy Garoppolo was it twenty seventeen when the Niners traded for him, and I don't think he started for the first month because he just had to figure out the offense and if you're trading for Kirk Cousins you're probably not you don't have a month to wait for him to to pick up the offense now if he goes to a team where he knows like a lot of the offense like if Deshaun Watson gets hurt for a significant amount of time and and the Browns are like hey come over here they have Stefanski and he runs he's had success with Kirk Cousins in the past and he can be like hey we run similar things to this just different terminology so I don't know man I just saw a lot of Falcon stuff yesterday when they were pooping the bed against the, the Jaguars where people are like, the Falcons should be the team that everyone's thinking about for Kirk Cousins. And I'm like, yeah, we talked about this a week ago. So um, the last thing I'll just say about Kirk Cousins is in the latest PFF mock draft by friend of the show, Trevor Sigma, he said the Vikings taking a quarterback with the fifth overall pick JJ McCarthy out of Michigan, which yeah, I've seen uh, that a lot. Yeah, if you're a Gopher fan, you'll get a close-up look at him. He's been really good, really accurate this year um, compared to last year. Took a big step forward. I don't know. He's athletic. He won't stand in the pocket when his offensive line is you know, crapping. <laughs> well, how granted, granted, the offensive line only allowed pressure on 23% of they snaps. but four pressures yesterday? Yeah, four and five. I think one of them, one of them was when... Kirk got his elbow hit and threw yeah. an interception. So um, not Kirk's fault. Not Kirk's fault if you're playing that game. But how hilarious would it be that the Vikings would draft a quarterback who was uh, coached by Jim Harbaugh in college after they <laughs> passed up on him? They have to be like, hey, uh, hey, Jim. Hi. Uh, uh, <laughs> how's this kid? Is he uh, is he a good guy? Sorry about, you know, 2022. We uh, 
you had other plans and you really threw us off when you were saying you wanted to trade Kirk Cousins immediately. So we just uh, couldn't work that relationship out. <laughs> um, let's move on to the last part. Uh, Sunday, Vikings, Chiefs. Um, we'll dive deeper into the later week episode, but um, I think we already answered it. <laughs> Did Sunday's game make you feel any better? And really, I don't know. Like when your biggest storyline coming into the game is whether Taylor Swift will show up. Um, I mean, really, I, I here's here's what I think coming into the game. And it has nothing to do with on the field, which I don't know if you saw Byron Murphy said he's going to say something to Travis Kelsey to get him going. Yeah, like, I think that could you not? No, I, like, I think that's been unsurprisingly blown up by the, the aggregators um, who are just super annoying and will latch on anything like leeches um, just for, you know, likes. But I, I feel like that was probably uh, him. Not, I, I haven't watched the clip or anything, so I don't think that uh, he was uh, like, yeah, I'm going to rile Travis up by talking about Taylor. I'm sure he was asked probably a question like, Hey, you're going to talk trash to Travis Kelsey. And he's probably, like, yeah, I'll, I'll say something. And then uh, just, aggregators were like he's gonna talk, talk trash to travis kelsey about taylor swift don randall would have a field with that don randall would know taylor swift's <laughs> home address yeah i go to her house bro. Yeah. what do you think yeah <laughs> he'd be like i'm gonna hang out with her grandma after this like regulators mount up the like, fact that, that he was able insane. to yeah, the fact that he was able to do that stuff pre-internet makes it even more fascinating than he was like go to steve young and be like yeah i'm gonna go uh you're you live on uh so-and-so boulevard right yeah i'll, I'll be over for dinner tomorrow and steve, steve young's really like uh what <laughs> how do you what you, you what now yeah um i think it's gonna be 50 percent chiefs fans at us bank Stadium. you think so Maybe, okay, 50s maybe a little high. I think we're going to see a lot of red, and I don't think it'll just be Chiefs fans. I think it'll just be random Swifties in Minneapolis. Who are, are there a lot like, of bandwagon Chiefs Yeah, fans I know. Now? Well, I mean, Travis Kelsey's jersey sales skyrocketed. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, because I know, you know, when you grow up and there's the teams that are good, like, when we were growing up, it was, like, the Bulls and the Cowboys, um, and I guess the Packers were good when we were younger, too. Um, so are like, are the chiefs, the new bandwagon team for kids. And they just want to like go and see them kind of like if they're the Lakers or the, well, and it's, or something. it's an easy trip, but that, yeah, not too. like all you gotta do is drive up I 35, six hours and you're in Minneapolis and the chiefs have never played in the U S bank stadium. So I know, I know a lot of, um, I've talked with some chiefs fans and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to like get up there to see that, that stadium. Cause obviously it's amazing. I, yeah. I think there's going to be a significant Chiefs contingent making the trip up. And I think, you know, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he was like, oh, the crowd's too loud. And there's all like Viking fans in week three. Now <laughs> it's going to be like half Chiefs fans and, you know, a quarter. I, I mean, I'm doing Steiner math here, but I mean, a quarter Taylor Swift fans and everything else. And I don't know, like this whole Kelsey Swift relationship. It just seems like an all unholy union to me. Um <laughs> I know people are excited. I And here's the good part about it. I, I saw a tweet last night that cracked me up because it said, the NFL is accidentally learning that marketing your product to women is a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are a lot of women who are watching football yep. that normally wouldn't watch football yep. because Taylor Swift is there. And also, Taylor seems like she's having the time of her life. Oh, yeah. Like, she is having a freaking blast at these games. And, and I mean, it's good for her from a personal level because she date for a while she was dating like this streak of boyfriends who look like they still breastfed. Um, now there's <laughs> Travis Kelsey who 
I'm not my favorite guy, but whatever. But I mean, we're getting hit over the head with this shit. Like just over and over. Like there's Taylor Swift. We're going to show her again. We're, there, Taylor is having a cocktail now. Taylor is cheery. Taylor's hanging out with Travis Kelsey's mom, which get her off my TV screen too. <laughs> then we're going to go to a commercial for Travis Kelsey for State Farm. Travis, Kel- Travis Kelsey's brother, Jason Kelsey for Campbell's Soup. Like it just, it, it is over the top like egregious and as someone who is not the biggest travis kelsey fan i am over it <laughs> like i said that's why i ordered a 50 dollars wrestling pay-per-view right, last right. night um that is that is my thought coming into this game because i i just want to see this is like a litmus test for the vikings right are you legit is all this good juju that we just got something good or is it just we're going to go into the same cell we're going to get our ass kicked by 40 and then we go well, uh, got a game against the Bears next week. I mean, we'll probably win that. And I don't know. It's it's still a seven to nine win team. And honestly, like I, I'm glad they won. I'm glad they won. I'm glad they beat Carolina. But I'm still just stuck on the whole. This is gonna seem in the same way we do every year. Where we're just gonna pick in the middle. We're not gonna find a player to trade up. And I don't know. Well, the so. thing I the thing I hear from people when. When me or you will say that, it's like, well, they can trade up. And it's like, not really. You need somebody, you need somebody <laughs> willing to trade down. Like, like you know. You're not going to trade from 20 to 3 unless yeah. you want to give up, like, your next three or four first-round picks. And, and that's, Hey, uh, by the way, do you realize who has the top two picks in the draft the next Bears. year right now? Yeah. The Bears. the Bears. So, Caleb Williams and Marvin. Now, I don't know if they have a coach that knows what to do with them. So, that would be kind of a... Do you I mean, stay at school if you're Caleb Williams, if the Bears have the number one pick? I would. He's got a lot of NIL money sitting mm-hmm. there. I'm sure United Airlines or whoever it was that gave Jordan Addison the bag. Right. Um, they would give Caleb Williams a well, good, he was in, he was in a, to stay in school. I was watching the game. He was in a Wendy's commercial. So yeah. like, he, He's in like five of them. And he's in Dr. Pepper. He's in... What's it's the still other weird one? to me, though, like to see college kids like actually in commercials. I'm like... Good for you, but it's just weird. Um, yeah. yeah, the Chiefs like when is it gonna get when is it gonna get old for the NFL to like not be not to not cut away to Taylor Swift immediately after the Chiefs score a touchdown? I saw that yesterday it was after I think the Pacheco touchdown where like the first cutaway was Taylor Swift and I'm like, Why why are we doing why are we doing this? Like what are like I understand you're catering to a new audience and everyone's t- tuning in to teach to see Taylor who was with like Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman and like Blake Lively and no one like cared at all that they were in there too. they're like oh her friend I, I had a buddy texting me he's like Deadpool and Wolverine are yeah. there I'm like um okay right yeah but, that's but cool. when is it and her movie comes out I just looked it up on October 13th so is is this um is this all going to go away after that when a movie comes out or um when look at who the chiefs have played so so you're with me you think it's a sh- uh work in wrestling terms uh, i want to are they going to be I, forever or are they going to go yeah, down in flames right. at them <laughs> i want to give it i want to give it the benefit of the doubt but it's just too coincidental a lot of things that are happening in some and things that are coming in the future um but if it's if it's legit then fine go go ahead but it just seems it seemed to oddly pick up steam you know right before with the the chiefs were playing the bears which no one was going to watch and then the chiefs were playing the jets which no one was going to watch and i saw like that more people watched that game than the super or that was the second most watched game compared to the super bowl last year um if she wasn't there that doesn't happen um so it's just very coincidental 
if it's for real, fine. Um, and we'll probably find out, you know, if, she, if they're still together by Thanksgiving, then great. Then enjoy, enjoy your life together. But by the Super Bowl, I think they're splits. <laughs> but they just, they don't gossip talk on just, the Viking well, Age podcast. Well, have you, I don't know. Like, have you seen Travis, Travis Kelsey's ex girlfriends? Like, Taylor Swift just doesn't, she doesn't fit the mold of what he's, right. he's dated in the past. And maybe he just wants, you know, try something new or he, you know, just likes her personality he's, or, or he's unlocked like a new level of popularity too. Oh yeah. He's like, he's there's from, like, I told he'll you, be on been, TMZ the rest. Of, I think yeah. you said this to me. He'll yeah. be on TMZ the rest of his life. Yeah. Like Kevin, like Kevin Federline, like we shouldn't even know who that is. And he, we only, we still find out stuff about him because he was married to Britney Spears. Like, he's got a win over John Cena. Right. Right. <laughs> Like exactly. Vince McMahon has a win over God. I mean, um, hey, wait, where's WrestleMania this year? Philadelphia? Phil- Jason Kelsey <laughs> is going to be there. You know he is. You know he is. And probably Travis. Uh, you know yeah. they're going to be there. You know they're going to be there. They're going to have a tag match. Especially with, with like... the with the way, you know, they're it's what what's their what's it tko now they're they're actually like a legit company mm-hmm. now and they're all about publicity so uh yeah those two are going to be at wrestlemania for sure so uh yeah chiefs vikings um i don't know we've like danced around the actual game just like and, and i mean as we get later into the week we well it's monday dive into it it is monday a lot can it a lot is, can happen we can, lot can you know change. Garrett Bradbury can practice every day and then be inactive again on on Sunday, like he has been doing this whole. Okay, he's now moved into the the like probably the biggest mistake of the offseason. Like Marcus Davenport, no more because he came out and, and, and proved everyone wrong. But re-signing Garrett Bradbury, wow, he's played what seven snaps this year? I think that's it was great. four. Yeah, that's that's four, great. Uh, yeah, for an injury that he had last year. Yeah, <sighs> had to get him back. Just had to get him back. Hey, um. How about Edge showing up in AEW, huh? Who? Just super quick. Oh, Who? yeah. Uh, Adam Copeland. <laughs> yeah, MJF over here. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, we all knew it was going to happen, but um, it's just cool. Um, it was cool that he turned on Christian. But I did see a tweet today that was like, of course, when Christian is, you know, having a bunch of success, finally in wrestling again, he's overshadowed by Edge, um, which has just been the story of his entire career. And it happened again um but i'm you know i'm curious i think it's going to go a lot better than when cm punk was over there I yes think it's not gonna be hard and, to do that and similar to my rants about taylor's edge seems like jacked like genuinely well, it's something new and, and granted too he's probably getting a big ass check from tony well, khan yeah. but i, I but mean i'd be he, smiling too but he he's excited and i think that's cool i mean for wrestling fans like you and i something a little different. isn't it also funny though how like Every new person who comes over, I feel like from WWE wants to work with like Darby Allen's like the first person they want yeah. to work with because CM Punk did it. Um, you know, Edge did it now. I want to, did Brian Danielson? No, he did um, Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, but like everyone's like, yeah, I want to work with that guy. Um, he's going to fight Luchasaurus in two weeks. That too. bump he took on the stairs was, oh my God, like that. <laughs> like, how do you even recover from he got messed up on that i mean like i know wrestling's like 90 percent that's not that's not that wasn't fake that that looked like it hurt um like that was a real banger he's gonna he's uh, yeah he's he's very good at what he does i just hope he doesn't ruin his career by taking a crazy bump but he probably will let's uh you know we've been off the rails for basically an hour now that's how it goes on the viking age podcast what's what's going on at the viking age (laughs) 
hey, we get to write about a win this week. Um, so instead of writing about disappointments and thing and people who need to be benched, we get to write about you know the best players and and things that went well. So that's kind of exciting. Um, nobody's getting fired this week, so that's exciting. Um, but yeah, and then we'll be previewing the the Chiefs game, which I just really hope that Jim Nance and to Tony Romo are not the. The uh, broadcast team, but I have a strong feeling that they are because it's what four o'clock game, or I guess three o'clock game on uh, in Central Time on uh, CBS. So, Jim, uh, yeah, Damn. Jeff, Justin Jefferson versus Patrick Mahomes, uh, and t- the chance of tra- of Taylor Swift being there. Yeah, oh, God damn it, it's gonna be totally. <laughs> You know what, too, though? I mean, Minnesota fans are going through it when it comes to announcers this week. Uh, the Twins start their playoff series. Oh yeah. Uh, Tuesday. And uh did you see who the there. announcers are? A Rod. Yep. Because he and he owns the Timberwolves, right? So it's kind of Yes, he does. Yeah, but he played for the Yankees. So uh Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah we're not like Yeah, that. I'll be rooting for the twins because Padres suck. Um and they can't make the playoffs even though they bought half the league. Um but I'll be I'll, I'll be rooting for the twins to get at least one win. Just snap that streak. Michael K is the play by play guy, by the way. And he is oh, the no, no. play by play guy. Um, <laughs> so he he did mention he's like, yeah, but A Rod was uh on the team when the twins won their last playoff game. So there is that. He was on the Yankees uh, team. He was on the Yankees, yes. That's what he's saying. One yes. of the years A Rod was on the Yankees. Two thousand four. Um it was that long ago. Wow. I was a junior in high school. So yeah, so was I. When Please win a game. Like just, just win one game, and just like if it game. happens, I a big old celebration. Um, where can people follow you on Twitter? By the way, you can celebrate with them. Uh, straight X S T R eight underscore Cash underscore Homie on Twitter, and you can follow the Viking Age at the Viking Age on Twitter uh, and on Facebook. And I think that's it. We don't have a Threads account yet. We don't have Instagram. We do have a YouTube account. Yes where you can watch every episode of the Viking age every Monday and Thursday, right here on the Viking age YouTube channel. We're also on Apple and Spotify the very next day. And don't forget to rate comment, like share and subscribe. So you never miss a new episode. We can spread the word to the masses for Adam Patrick. I am Chris Shad. And we'll talk to you next time on the Viking age podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.